the states or abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. In the states or abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. The following goes beyond the show and beyond the gram to bring you all the fraud that's fit to be uncovered. This is the Fraudcast, and now here's your Fraudcaster and the woman behind Frauded by TLC on Instagram, Katrina. Welcome to the Fraudcast. Welcome to episode ten, and I welcome to the set, to the microphone, to the Skype call. I welcome Hanakawa, our my official co-host. And it's so, every day, right? Oh my god, so busy, so busy. <laughs> this time of year is crazy, and I was at the office today, and I was braining all day, um, writing a memo. So I was braining all day, and then I just got out of <laughs> jail. Um, no, don't worry, I wasn't like going as a guest of the state. I go because I take AA meetings in there, and tonight was one of my scheduled nights. So I was in the jail giving. Um, Working with the Sober Living Unit, and now I am back, and I'm kind of coming into this blind. Hanukkah put the show together this week, and um, <laughs> I am excited to see what we have. I've um, been following everything all week, but the last day or two, things have exploded. So we're going to uh, cover. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to cover all that. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, so this is my first day off of vacation. Um, and so I actually had a chance to to live in the social media today. So, holy smokes! <laughs> I think there's there's so there's so much going on. I just can't, and it's nothing with like the new cast. <laughs> well, this new the cast new cast is, is of, behaving. The new cast is behaving. It's it's past cat the, the ghosts of cast past. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's like it's like it's the just... the um, Christmas Carol, right? But it's a 90-day fiancé carol where it's the ghosts <laughs> of the past. That's too funny. Coming to haunt us. Yeah, social media was going apeshit the last couple of days. Um, this is why I turn my notifications off during the day so I can work. <laughs> <laughs> and then I come to it later and then it's like, like a fire hose of information at me. You can find us on Facebook at the Fraudcasters as a group. You can find me, Frauded by TLC, on Instagram at frauded by TLC and we can find you and you, you can you <laughs> can find me um <laughs> on Instagram uh cactus underscore fruit underscore juice and she is clicking so you don't have to she's uh, handling all those clickbait articles and just a little comment oh, on yes. that um not all articles are clickbait articles why don't you explain to the to the listener what a clickbait article is as opposed to yes, a just so a what, regular article what I'm identifying uh, my clickbait articles are are the ones that the uh, past cast are doing the hey swipe up. And it's usually really cheesy like, um, what was the last one? I, I even forgot. They're just so bad. But, you know, so-and-so did this. Swipe up. And, you know, for some reason it drives me nuts. So I'm like, I'll just swipe up and post it because it is actually a nightmare to navigate through those articles. Well... Generally, my understanding of what clickbait is versus a regular article is when the the headline for the article is misleading and um, usually when you open it, it has nothing to do with the with the with the bait that they had you click in with. Right, right. right. It's some very and so sometimes these articles are even outrageous. Wrong. It's out. It's this outrageous 
headline designed to get you to go, what? Here's how you lose 50 pounds in 10 minutes. What? Exactly. This one fruit will up your stamina. So... Thank goodness the past this is, cast aren't. This is the one plant the <laughs> FDA doesn't want you to know about. Those yeah. kinds of things, right? So where it's very sensational. Yeah, that, that's traditional clickbait, but in the 90-day the cast world, the clickbait is just, um, I don't even know what you'd, what you'd call it then. Um, Guess who's baby news? And it's like a picture of like Ashley, yeah. but she's talking about Lauren's pregnancy. Exactly, or some pregnancy from ten years ago, and it, ha- it and the real article's title is you know, cutest pregnancy announcements from the past decade, right? Uh, Versus the headline, which makes you believe that Ashley's currently pregnant. It's designed it's to be sensational to get you to click on it. I actually had somebody question send me a question about this in my DMs, and that is differentiated from other articles because I do post other articles. And, and someone questioned why I was posting that. Like, how is it okay for me to post those, but it's not okay for you? And so I wanted to mm-hmm. explain what the difference was. Is like the articles that I post are ones that are, are summarizing tea or something that I've posted generally. Or it's an article that doesn't have these sensational misleading headlines. And it is an actual yes. legit article with fact intensive or fact researched legitimate verified news not just necessarily speculation there are some um, outlets that that do that better than others Um, you will see me Mm -hmm. repost sarcasm articles because they do a fantastic job of actually putting what the facts are versus speculation and rumor other ones don't always do that so anyway so that's so that's the difference in my eyes about are genuine articles with genuine fact versus clickbait articles. Exactly. And I mean, some of, I mean, it depends on the cast member too, because I've known that some have like their swipe ups go to, um, the sites aren't bad and the, the articles aren't poorly written. I can't say that they're always 100% accurate or current. Um, but they're just they're just really difficult to get through and the whole idea is to to generate the clicks for money and it's right. and it's very small amounts of money per click so they go after people who have a large following because you know if someone has 134 followers and a certain percentage of the people swipe up at a point 10 whatever increment that they're giving them per swipe yeah it's, it's like a fraction it's not like I'm of trying a to take the money out of the cast hand but it's just like it's it's so time consuming to try and read it all. Right. So Cause they spread it out. Me, over, I'm saving you some time. <laughs> they spread it out over multiple pages when it doesn't need to be there. And you know, all of these extra superfluous ads and stuff. Well, and I'm, and I'm picking and choosing, like there are so many that pop up that I'm like, that's not even worth it. But the ones that I feel are even just interesting or, um, some that may have misleading information that I actually know, I might clarify in my little, you know, blurb about it, but you know, right. There's a lot of stuff out there. You know, we're just trying to help you sort through the massive amount of information that's out there and let you know what's verified information and what's not verified information. So one way we do that, let's take a visit back to Katrina's court. So just in case you don't already know this podcast contains a massive amount of spoilers do we need to say this is a spoiler podcast i think so um 
I, I think it's good to say it in the beginning because there's a lot of stuff we blurb out that I don't want anyone to be halfway through this and, and think that it's not a spoiler podcast because this one's going to be full of a lot of spoilers probably. So, <laughs> yeah, I think that's the given. Your warning is now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm hoping so. I, I had a couple people who uh, DM'd me and they're like, oh, I got a spoiler and I didn't want it. And I was like, ah, I'm sorry. Like, I... I post things as I find it out. So I figure if I'm finding it out from like 10 other Instagram sites, then yeah, it's free game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's, it, the understanding on my Instagram account is, is I'm a spoiler account. Like don't follow me mm-hmm. if you don't want to know this stuff. And I understand that I'm not for everybody. A lot of people don't want to know ahead of time. They don't want to know the, the truth behind it. They just want to enjoy the TV show for what it is, the entertainment value, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But for those who don't want that, we are a spoiler podcast. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so <laughs> let's head back to Katrina's court. Where did we leave off? We left off with the case of Michael's visa. Guess what? We were right. Michael's visa was denied. It's confirmed on last it night's was. episode that he was, in fact, denied. So there was speculation that the document that he was flashing on the screen. So let's just recap this briefly. I think people noticed that I and I haven't been keeping track if they've been doing preview episodes during the week before the weekend episode. Like, you know how they usually give you one hour first. They did not do that they this did- week. They did not do this week, so that was the one hint that they were going to drop a you know information bomb on us, and so that's that's where I was speculating. Oh, it's going to be about Michael, and sh- sure enough, it was. So it, you know, it opened up with him calling Angela and really getting to the point. Thank goodness that he was denied, um, and he was showing a paper that I know you'll get into in a second. Um, but yeah, as of now, he has his visa denied and I think Angela's on uh, the path to try and see what she can do about that because it actually isn't K done <laughs> it's a K see what we can do now so <laughs> right right so you know we we weren't sure about this um, you know I was pretty sure about the information we had thought that this was was accurate, but we had people say, no, no, he's here. I've seen him. There's pictures and stuff. And n- none of those pictures, none of that evidence ever surfaced. So we continued to believe that we were accurate on that and that uh, his visa was, in fact, denied. And that's what Michael tells Angela on this week's show. So, you know, he he tells her this and he flashes this document and and I know I got a lot of DMs about this. You did too. There was speculation that the document he was flashing on the screen was not an official document. The discussion was because it lacked an official seal and looked like something you could draw up in like MS Word. For those mm-hmm. of us who are not millennials, that's the word processing <laughs> software we use. <laughs> if you're a millennial, you use Google Docs, but it's like the old people version of Google Docs. Um, but several examples. So, so what happened? I mean, we got all of these these DMs. You know, people were saying, "Well, mine was like this, or my husband's was like this," and they were sending us pictures. And th- the thing is, is those pictures were all different from each other. And some people sent the yeah. pictures that, like, where it it was what what the uh, U.S. Customs and Immigration people call like a request for evidence, an RFE which is like, we're not Mm -hmm. denying you yet, but we need more evidence on this particular thing. That looked like one thing. That's a certain form. 
And then what Michael got was he's not eligible. He's ineligible. And the other thing about this is a lot of people online were speculating, well, does this mean Angela doesn't make enough money or does her his her daughter being incarcerated affect that? Those the the daughter being incarcerated is a non-factor and her income is not an issue. If she could not be a sponsor for him, he would not have gotten to the interview process. So she has exactly. passed sort of yeah, she has passed her processing in that she is an appropriate sponsor per their guidelines. At this point, it's something about Michael, something in his background makes him ineligible, or they determine that the overall relationship is a fraud. Here's the other thing is that Nigeria is a high risk, high fraud risk country. And and so I <laughs> I started researching this after the show and I got deep, I got deep sucked into the rabbit hole <laughs> on this website called visajourney.com where oh, it's yeah. like a place where users can go to input their own journey stuff. There's there's forums that people talk to each other about stuff. You can follow each other's journeys, things like that. Um, in fact, that's where we found Ben and Akini's process um, was in there. <laughs> but they have these forums where people talk and ask questions and stuff. And you start doing some searches with some very specific search terms and you come up with these discussion threads that are just insane. And I just got sucked down into this rabbit hole. And I learned a lot about the process. I learned a lot about Nigeria and how they are a high fraud risk country. There's a lot of people actually who go to Nigeria to meet their love, get married on that same visit, and then try to get a spousal visa because apparently that's easier. Even though you got married on the first visit and you're trying to prove a legit relationship it's kind of nuts. But the, the, the takeaway I learned from it was that it's very hard and very rare for somebody from Nigeria to get a K-1 visa or even a K-3 visa, which is the spousal visa. Correct. So, so anyway, so the biggest thing that we learned is that that document um, is probably real. There was handwriting on it, that speculation. My guess is that it was, you know, the interviewer whoever was interviewing him because he was calling right after his interview. The interviewer, you mm -hmm. know, made notes on it is my guess. Um, there are other similar documents that are out there that we saw. And it, uh, it just may be that particular office, that particular embassy, how they have that document. Maybe there's an official form that follows later, you know. Uh, the bottom line is that we think it's legit and he was legitimately denied. And so we don't know where it's going from there, but... Um Another thing that um, take this next people had okay. mentioned was there was a hand that was caressing his head in the car. And so I, I, I watched this more times than I really want to admit in slow motion <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't catch the hands at first. And people were like, there's hands rubbing his head. And I'm like, what? So I went back and I, I'm yeah, really I didn't catch it for any. Yeah. For everyone who was messaging, I think it was probably his mom's hands. Cause I, I can imagine his mom would go with him to do that. You know, they seem pretty close, but I mean, Angela also wasn't popping a bitch fit because I, I think she would have said something if she wasn't expecting a hand to be rubbing on Michael at the time. Right. And she had to have seen that there was this other woman there and this other person, you know, woman speculated that if, if she saw it and it wasn't her, his mom, then, you know, she's going to 
<laughs> she's gonna lose her shit right exactly see, he can't even be on a boat dock with other women present within <laughs> 50 yard radius of him much less in right. his car rubbing his head unless it was his mother i think that'd be the only one she would allow so <laughs> that is our speculation and so i so, think that that probably wraps up that uh that court case unless tlc yeah, opens so I think it up we're with gonna, some rag you know <laughs> I mean, the speculation at this point is now what? Is is their storyline done? I can I can imagine it, it, it maybe, maybe not. You know, we never know what they find to be good TV fodder. So maybe they'll continue their journey. Maybe they won't. I mean, look how long Nicole and Azen dragged on. And 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 that was a mess. <laughs> I know. I think a lot of a so, lot of people are. Um, and then the <clears throat> the conversations that I have followed. They think it's going to be like a Maria moment, you know, where they're uh, they're yanking you one way, and then all of a sudden, like the last episode, it's going to be him getting the visa actually approved because of they and whatever. I don't know. That's floating out there. So well, we'll we see. know um, we know he was not at the tell all. We have confirmation from multiple sources that he was not at the tell all, and then he also. After the episode aired, he went live stating he was still in Nigeria. Now, he could be full of shit and not actually in Nigeria at this moment, but, you know, that's what he said, so. True. Yeah, that's true. We'll just have to, uh, as they say, wait and see. (laughs) Watch. Keep watching. Keep watching, (laughs) We will. We will. Oh, my God. Social media roundup time. The love triangle that is Danielle, Laura, and this married professor. We talked about this briefly before, and we've it's it's been touched on a little bit here and there. When I interviewed Danielle, she talked about her quote unquote friend and her his her friend's involvement with Laura. This is that same friend. We talked about it on the most recent last week's podcast, I think, where. Laura was seeing this guy. We and and I can't remember. I, I don't even remember where we're at with this with this nonsense. But Laura was seeing this guy who's a friend of Danielle's. But Danielle's also sleeping with him too. But he's also married, and his name is Ray, and he's a professor, and he sends money to Laura through Danielle. I God, I don't know. It's a mess, you guys, and. I, one source I have says that, oh, no, he's this really stand-up guy, and he's not doesn't want anything from Laura. He's just trying to help her. I mean, I don't know how many guys you know just send money to their friend's friend so they can eat, allegedly. But I don't know. Right. I mean, but how good of a guy is he when he's married and allegedly blinking both of these women? Right. I don't know. And I, I want to know... <laughs> I want to know what Laura had to do for that very specific amount of money. Right. It was like $251, oddly specific. And like some odd sense. And that's that's really specific. That's like she said she needed money for a specific bill. And that's exactly how much was given to her. Yeah. <laughs> so I, even tried, I even tried to convert it to see if like that just equaled, you know, $300 or something. And it just it doesn't make sense anyway. 
any dollar you put it in. So <laughs> that was just bizarre. I don't even know. It was probably a specific bill, maybe like her cell phone bill or something. And she sh- sent a picture maybe. of it. And so they sent that exact amount of money. <laughs> That's like something my mom did, like passive aggressively sent just what I needed. <laughs> Another time she'd like pat it with $10, but yeah. Oh my God. You can't That's round up. Feeling. Mom, come on. <laughs> come on, Mom, round up. You know, I know you've given me tons of money and thousands and thousands of dollars over the years, but you know, what's a, what's an extra five or ten dollars? Right. Round up, right? <laughs> it's not it's nothing to you. Or or he wanted his wife to think it was a bill. Oh, on PayPal? And so if it was a specific yep, if it was a specific oh. amount, then why would you question something like that? No one just gives someone that much. I don't know. My brain but goes Danielle in all directions when I. Danielle paid the paid it through PayPal, right? So he had to have given her I, the oh, money. Oh, I thought somehow. he sent her the money. <laughs> oh, maybe he sent it to Danielle. Oh, Danielle was the recipient. Oh my god! And then, uh, who sent it to Laura? Like I don't know. This is making my brain hurt, you guys. You know, I, I guess I spent after the day I saw writing, that, I just kind of scrolled away. I spent the day writing complicated legal analysis, and Danielle and Laura and Roy or Ray make my brain hurt. Like, no. They, they happen to be the last, the last. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on please, and speaking please. about drama. <laughs> more drama, more. There's more, more drama. Couple drama. More couple There's drama? More couple oh, but drama. this is the current cast. This is current cast, current cast drama, so we can celebrate that. Um, and this is something I got to wake up to <laughs> with Natalie and Mike. So, um, let me try to explain it as best cause I had to figure it out myself. So Natalie posted a picture on Facebook that Mike commented on saying something like, Oh, look at my perfect lady. And this picture shows how perfect our love is or how true our love is. And then, um, she comments back. Uh, why don't you tell people what you say behind the stage that I'm not your taste? She goes, how do you say it? Not a Ferrari. How your jokes about my body and health put me down. Is this what men who love do? And so trying to assume that he has maybe said that she's not his type and that I'm guessing not a Ferrari means not the best looking. That's mean. That's really and I'm, mean. I'm just, if he actually said that, that is. Well, I mean, it's one ouch. thing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a Ferrari. Okay. There's absolutely nothing wrong with a Ferrari. The, maybe, she, maybe. Right. Well, okay. So here's the thing is we don't know. And I'm not trying to like defend him because I don't know him from Adam or whatever, but. I'm just saying, I, I, my experience with these things that what cast posts, they always are. There's always something that's missing, some of the context. So maybe there mm-hmm. was something that he said, like, you know, I love Porsches, I don't love Ferraris. I don't know. Well, I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he said, I, I, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to analyze because her mood really changed after we know that they filmed the tell all. So I don't know if maybe something came out that she saw that was one of the behind the scenes commentary. He's been silent about this. He hasn't responded back on social media, which is probably smart. You know, maybe. 
it's probably the best thing to do because we've seen what back and forth on social media can do. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But, but it's, it's really hard because I mean, I don't, I don't even know what all the drama is about on that one and we well, probably won't I mean, know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, hopefully they don't take a page out of, uh, Paul and Creaney's book and blast everything on social media. Uh, but this also, okay, so this kind of goes to sort of what we've talked about before is that we've gotten in an info, in, info dump, we've gotten information that at the time of the taping of the tell-all, one couple is not together. And we've mm-hmm. speculated about this on past episodes because we've seen marriage license or marriage evidence from nearly every other couple except for Mike and Natalie and Michael and Angela. Correct. Now, and even know that they're out in USA, like they're here filming. Like we see that on the show, except for those two. They're still in Ukraine. Oh, like like Emily and Sasha. Mm hmm. Okay. Like they're at least yeah. out here, you know. Mm hmm. So we have not been able to find any kind of evidence that Natalie has entered the United States or that they've gotten married. Uh, we were not able to have not been able to find anything. Same with Michael and Angela. Now, whether they're K1 or K done, we know it's not K1, but we don't know that it's K done. <laughs> right. I get that right. Correct. Okay. <laughs> so, but we know Michael <laughs> is not at the tell all, but we don't know whether Angela and him are still together. Angela and him, he and Angela are still together. And, <laughs> uh, but we also don't know anything about Mike and Natalie because we haven't been able to find anything that she's here in the United States. So if they are, in fact, having drama, they may be that one couple that is not together. Mm-hmm. Whether she's in the United States or not. But you know some information about that. I do. And so this <laughs> same day... Um, Maxwell, uh, he is the son of Michael and um, Sarah. Why is my Sarah? From, uh, <laughs> my brain's going now. Michael and Juliana's story. Um, and he was Tell like, my, my MS brain holes are contagious. <laughs> I got my own brain symptoms. That I'm trying to, you know, sew through. Um, oh, and so you, he do, went you live do legitimately today. have brain issues. <laughs> I do. I know. It's I a- forget about that. She gets a thing where you get like too much water on your brain and it has to be drained or something. I forget what it's called, but you have it in your Instagram. Yeah. Stories. Um, my friend, my one of my best it friends. It is. In real it's a life mouthful. Has, has it. And she had it too. And she had to go get like weekly spinal taps to get her spinal fluid drained off of her brain. It's crazy. Oh but then she God. got pregnant yeah. and that cured it and she hasn't had it since. So that's you see, and I fear another pregnancy. So maybe that, maybe that's what I need. I just need another baby. You just I'm need to get sure pregnant. My boyfriend yeah. is listening now, going, "Why?" Anyway, he's a little baby. <laughs> oh my okay, god! Sorry, no. digression. Of course, the viewers okay. are like, "Get to the news! Get to the juice! Get to um, the so get Max to the went tea. live today, and he mentioned slash slipped that there was two people that weren't at the tell all." He um, freely spoke about Michael not being there. He called in during through the Skype, and he said one other person. And so one of the um, comments from the viewers came up that says, oh, the woman from Ukraine. 
And Maxwell in his like not breaking NBA way confirms by going, oh, yeah, I, her or I shouldn't have let it slip. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, God, um, if you want to see for yourself, um, I know iHeartRealityTV has it posted on um, their page and it's time stamped at like three minutes. Three minutes and 30 seconds is when that comment flies up. But in like the first five minutes, you'll you'll hear what I'm talking about. So there is... That's uh, iHeartReality TV shows on Instagram. She's shows. actually one of our yes. segment producer. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I, so oof, I, I have to say, it was, it was pretty convicting. I would say that that was a solid yes. And then... Um, I think you said there was another source that you had that I do. I got some information from a very reliable source that confirmed um, she is not in the United States. So we've got multiple, multiple sources, multiple um, vehicles of information that have told us that she is not in the United States. And it doesn't appear that they are together, regardless whether they're whether she's in the United States or not, which we don't think she is. But it doesn't appear that they are even together anymore. So right, or if that they will are, make for an interesting. It's rocky and it's yeah, because you know sometimes it, it happens where you kind of act out because you just want a little attention. You just act out yeah. on Instagram, maybe. <laughs> I don't know anything <laughs> to get about that, that attention. No. <laughs> if I want attention, um, I just like go next door. And go, how do life mean? You know. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I will still refer to him as hetero life mate, regardless of what is said about that comment. So, I read the reviews. I saw what you say about it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I think some like it, up. some don't. I mean, there, there's always that, you know. Yes, I know it refers to partners of the same gender or non-romantic partners. I know that. I know the origin of it is um, Kevin Smith and Jay Muse and. Jay and Silent Bob that's the origin they are hetero life mates it is not an exact replica but it that was a big inside joke for us early on and that just has stuck so that's what he is so anyway <laughs> enough about that can we talk briefly about Max being on social media going live popping up in lives like I what think do, people <laughs> have very mixed opinions I think, I, I mean, for me, how old is he? I feel he might be, I don't know. He has to be, he has to be 13, maybe 12, 13. Hmm. Okay. I, I have to, I have to think about that. I'm not quite sure. Cause I think CC's around seven or eight. Okay. I should, I should know better, but I, you know, I think there's, it depends on who you're asking. Cause there's a, a group of people that would say they're way too young. And I say that about 10-year-olds who have iPhones, right? Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> they, we give them the technology. They're going to find a way to use it. <laughs> the one thing I, I do kind of like is that there's usually an adult around when they're living. Okay. So I don't know if it's just that their parent, his parents are comfortable with them being on live or they feel like whatever they're saying isn't bad. My only worry is that in the comments, there can be a lot of toxicity. There is. But I don't know so. if they're, they're ready for ma maturity wise. There's, there's a lot of people that come in and say a lot of hateful things. And I, mm -hmm. I, my worry is that 
at their young age, it would impact them negatively. Yeah, no. they don't need to be reading that stuff about either of their parents or their step-parents or other cast members. I mean, I know Max has popped into my lives that I do on Friday Night Live on Friday nights on Instagram at 9.30 Eastern. Shameful plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, where we go over all the latest tea that has happened so far in the week. Or should I say shameless? <laughs> shameless. It's, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> um anyway yeah you know like yeah i don't know obviously they're okay with him being on so you know i gotta defer judgment to the parents on and the parenting of this they've obviously done a good job with him i'm not gonna second guess their parenting on them choosing to allow him to participate in this but it does make me a little uncomfortable but i just i guess i have to defer to their parenting on it that they maybe talk to him about it or, you know, there's of course the cynical side of me that says, Oh, they're having Maxwell go on and do their dirty work on these lives and say what they can't because TLC will come after them. But TLC is not going to go after Maxwell. Right. You know, I, I would hope, I would hope you not, broke your contract. You know, We're going to sue you for the liquidated damages of a million dollars. Right. <laughs> but I mean, and there's another side of it too, because kids, his age are going on, um, Oh, what's the correct word for this? Online, online gaming, mm-hmm. um, you know, MMOs, MMORPGs, uh, Call of Duty. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Massive multiplayer uh, online role playing games. You know, oh, like there's World of a whole lot of genres. And, and like World of Warcraft, Fortnite. Final Fantasy, okay, okay. Fortnite, okay. all those things which at, at his age they're they're doing which almost has the same probably even worse toxicity level, you know. So I don't know, it's hard. It's it like I say, it really lies with the parents' judgment and how comfortable they feel with the maturity of their kid to handle the toxicity that comes at them via the social media. But, you know, I, I never like to judge anyone else's parenting style and if it works for them and he's a healthy you know child mentally then you know know, i do worry about because i guess the there was a source that said he or i guess it was sarah that said this that he put on weight because of the stress after the divorce so if he's internalizing things i just you know if i just worry about him but i think that's just me as a parent worrying about a kid his age because i've had a kid his age and i have mm-hmm. another one coming up on that age. And so, I don't know, I just get very sensitive, particularly the younger one, what she's exposed to online. You know, my 16-year-old baby frauded, he's uh, he's able to dif- differentiate between, you know, good stuff and bad stuff. And, and his cognitive skills in that regard are, are pretty good. I trust that. But with the younger one, she's she's 10 and she's, you know, her, her executive function, no, I don't know. She's 10 and she's just learning about this stuff and she doesn't know as much. And so I worry about kids in general on this stuff. But Mm -hmm. I think my bottom line is, you know, I defer to defer to the parenting. If the parents are okay with it, who knows what's going on behind the scenes? Are they talking to them and and, and discussing it? So exactly. And, you know, my kid is six, so I haven't gotten there yet. I know it's probably a whole world of just wait, but yeah. <laughs> well, you're a gamer. You know what's out there, so you can help him navigate this stuff in a way that I'm not as equipped to do. 
I because I don't play these games. You know, she plays, you know, Roblox and and I don't know, Minecraft, I guess, but other ones that are where they're they're talking to to other kids. And we've only mm-hmm. recently started letting her have conversations with other people and, and usually we're pretty good about restricting it to people she knows in real life, like other friends, mm-hmm. like neighbors and stuff that she knows in real life. She can talk to them, but not to strangers necessarily, because we worry about that. But I mean, at some point we can't protect I and mean, we can only protect our kids, but so much and they have to learn this stuff. I don't know. Like it's <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. Parenting is hard, you guys. <laughs> parenting Even other kids, hard. parenting other kids, other people's kids is hard. <laughs> oh god okay well so moving on from that back to the tea we have oh this is i'm very excited about this so we have seen a new couple on pillow talk we're going to talk about pillow talk for a little bit here Uh, so tim and i said new couple but it's tim and veronica his ex-girlfriend right we saw veronica on the show um this was before the 90 days last season Tim was with Jennifer and they were in Colombia, but then we found out that they had actually met previously in Mexico, didn't get along, but they still went on the show anyway. So they were big fat fraud anyway. So Tim and Veronica are featured on pillow talk now. And so there was kind of a mixed reception from their parents, especially after the recent drama between Tim and Dean on Instagram, which we covered on Friday night live, which is on my YouTube. If you want to see that covered all of this stuff with Tim and Dean, uh, a lot of people were mad about how quickly TLC seemed to have swapped them out. Because, uh, Dean and Tariq were on, and everybody's mad about that. And that they're uh, Tim and Der- Dean and Tariq were on, and they're no longer on Pillow Talk. And people were mad about that. So then now you have Tim and Veronica on. And people are mad about that because it means Dean and Tariq aren't on. And does this have to do with the, the feud that was going on between Tim and Dean, which, you know, they're going at each other and may or may not be related to why Dean had to cancel the interview that we had scheduled that was going to air tonight. So we don't have an interview tonight because uh, <laughs> I couldn't get another one during the holidays and all that stuff. But anyway, so... So this whole stuff with with Pillow Talk, but we learned some really interesting uh, information about how Pillow Talk is filmed, and because of this, we don't think that that was the case. We don't think that TLC swapped out Dean and Tariq in favor of Tim and Veronica. Correct. Um, So (laughs) I don't even know how I came upon whatever sources I got this from, but Pillow Talk is filmed... Weeks in advance, not months, not quite months, but weeks in advance. Um, So what we see now that's filmed of Tim and Veronica um, was probably filmed maybe, maybe a little over a month ago, maybe. Um, So that's way before this Instagram drama came up between Dean and Tim. Um, So if they were so to me, how early they film, it almost makes it seem like they planned on cycling out Dean and Tariq and entering in Veronica and Tim. That was already something that may have been planned. Well, and Um, Dean said he wasn't fired from it. It was like 
like just the natural course of things that couples get switched out all the time or people, the people that are on, I say, keep saying couples, but you got like Danielle and Big Red Beth and you've got Colt and Debbie, which, you know, arguably Mm -hmm. are a couple neither here nor there. Yeah. So this is filmed weeks in advance. So way before the Dean and Tim blow up happened on Instagram. Exactly. Um, and they only show the cast snips of the show that they want them to react to. So the cast is, is not sitting and watching the entire episode. They're just seeing little clips because I think TLC's probably still seeming the episodes together themselves. Right. They edit up and until late. Exactly. And seeing what they react to. And um, the good news is that the comments of the cast on Pillow Talk isn't scripted. They may poke at him and say, hey, did you notice that one thing about, you know, that scene? But they don't prompt they don't prompt them or give them a script on how to react to certain things. And they're all reacting to the same part because that's a snippet that they were all shown. Um, well, yeah, it's a, it's a two hour episode. And then Pillow Talk is only an hour and half of that mm-hmm. is their reaction. So they're not we're not even seeing a reaction they're not even like giving us like the entire episode just pieced together between different couples like they're yeah they're all get, reacting to the same scene so they're not watching exactly. the entire show which is nope which is really interesting to me but that explains why a couple couple of episodes ago pow of pow and russ magically got her highlights done like her roots highlighted oh. filled in <laughs> in between scenes <laughs> So they must have filmed on different days the same parts, you know, stuff for the same episode because, you know, she's wearing the same clothes and they obviously used it in the same episode. But her roots were like you could see her roots in one scene and then in another scene they were gone. Right. And so I think and that was another thing that um, I learned is that they do try for that consistency. So if the first. I know they're not, but you know, the first day if you're wearing striped pajamas and you're, you know, you have your, you know, supposedly have your hair or makeup done a certain way, then that's how you have to do it because they want that consistency for that entire episode, even though it's probably filmed on different days. Right. 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 I mean, and then, you know, another thing to keep in mind is that I believe Dean has been living in the Philippines. Yes. He's in the Philippines currently. Yes. Exactly. And so, I mean, if he was in the Philippines around the time that this was being filmed, that means they were flying him out to film this. So, I mean, even just logistically, that could be what they ran into is like, I'm not going to spend money to fly you down here. Right. To film this. Yeah. We know he's in the Philippines. We know that for a variety of sources, one being when he and I were trying to schedule his interview uh, we talked about it, you know, Hey, we'll do it Wednesday night. That's Wednesday night for you at such and such time. That's such and such time for me Thursday morning, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and he's, I think he's talked about it. Uh, so yeah. So I, I don't know when he went to the Philippines, but it makes sense that he filmed his stuff and then what he has said is true and that he was not actually kicked off of pillow talk, but everybody is suspecting that, Oh, they must've been kicked off because of what, the blow up briefly was about Dean's comments that he made on a talk show with a blogger and mm-hmm. re- referencing his thoughts on Tim 
being transgender. And he made some really not great comments that I'm not going to repeat here. But if you want to know what they are, I did talk about it in detail on Frauded Night Live, which is uploaded to YouTube, which is Frauded by TLC on YouTube. You can go see it there. Um, or, it, I mean, I know it's out there. I think iHeartReality TV shows has it out there. There's a lot of, there's a lot of information out there on, on the social media as if it's something that you're interested in. But they're really not nice comments. And... Tim, I guess, got tired of hearing this stuff, even though I'm not sure what prompted this particular blow up. He did a rant to Dean that also wasn't very nice. And Dean responded that wasn't very nice. And then (laughs) Dean said he wouldn't talk about it anymore. Lots of profanity. Neither were very nice. It's probably much like Paul and Creaney. It's probably better that they're not together and not talking to each other. Right. And so but the timing of it, um, coincidentally came around the time that they were probably switching out Dean and Tariq and bringing in Veronica and Tim. So just coincidentally, coincident. It, it seems, it seems like a coincidence, but you know, optics, it looks like TLC, you know, canceled one and put in the other. Right. So, you know, I think it's just like the perfect storm of everything coming together. And unfortunately I feel like that, brings Tim and Veronica in unwelcomed because people think that that's what prompted the switch. Right. Right. Maybe Tim, you can explain more. I don't know. Maybe you can do a live and and explain this. I'm not sure if, you know, you want to visit this at all, but if you do, I'm sure the people would like (laughs) to know, or you can talk to me. Um, yeah. So that's, that's really interesting. Um, about pillow talk, how it's felt. I mean, I guess it, it doesn't surprise me. That that's how it's done, but I I know people have wondered, um, myself included. So thank you for going down, no going down <laughs> that dumpster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so that wraps up the ghosts of seasons past. What about the ghosts of seasons future? Oh Lord. So yeah, I mean TLC dropped what I I they dropped two on us. They dropped Just Landed, mm-hmm. which was an app exclusive until today. Oh, it's on TV today? It's on TV today, yeah. Monday. And um, they also gave us a sneak preview into the next season of Before the 90 Days cast. Right, which is a surprise. They dropped it on us like nobody knew this was coming. Right? It's just like, boom, here it is. And so social media being social media got to work. <laughs> <laughs> And boy, did they get to work. Um, I will. <laughs> wow. I'll let you start off with the Starcasm article because I have not gotten a chance to read it. I just saw the picture and was like, oh boy, here we go. Oh my God. So first of all, the thing about this new cast of Before the 90 Days is that everybody on it seems to be an upcoming, up and coming, trying to become wannabe Instagram star, reality show star. Twitch star, YouTube star, like all of these people have platforms on social media of some sort that they've been trying to promote themselves. Now, that's not uncommon for some of for TLC to cast people who are in these kinds of roles, because these are people who are obviously seeking the spotlight, Mm want to be out there. And that's fine. What is unusual is for the entire cast to be this way. Well, and the trend is that they're all not unsuccessful i mean a few of them have thousands of followers already yeah on youtube and instagram 
um, like actual so genuine influencers. Like that's how the, the same sex couple. Like isn't that how they met? Was because the one the blonde was American. She she was an influencer, and she met this follower that she felt then yeah fell in love with. Allegedly. Yeah, I think I think yeah. She the I think her name is Erica. Um, was a fan of her YouTube page, and I think that's how they met. But you know, just looking at her. Uh, I believe her name is Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Her Instagram page. I mean, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the wrong number. Twenty four thousand. Yeah. Followers. Yeah. So she's not a small fish. No. You know, they, these people aren't small fish, and so it's like it, this year is the year of the the YouTuber slash influencer. Yeah, and didn't you go deep into her Patreon? I did. What did you find? But there? I like her. Okay, so well, what did you find there? Um, so she has a YouTube, which is, it's still a bit risque on the topic part. If you subscribe to her Patreon, that's more adult content. And so I don't know what, um, I don't know what title she gives herself. I would just say YouTuber maybe, (laughs) but she, I mean, the, the big hanger for her is that she has a rare bone marrow condition Mm -hmm. um and a lot of her work and you know money that people are putting into her patreon and stuff is going to help get her bone marrow transplant which is the only cure for her thing is called aplastic anemia don't quote me on that um so that's where where my rabbit hole went into um okay I think I've watched probably five YouTube videos so far, which is a lot for me because I don't have time. <laughs> so that's dedication. Right. If I've gone through five of them, and they're they're not they're not bad. They're produced uh, very well. The quality of them is very well, which you know is the YouTube glamour. So if you have the, the right quality camera and you have uh-huh. good, you know, catchy grabby icons. So um, yeah, she's no small fish. She is. She's pretty popular without the the help of TLC, but it's only going to, you know, right. shoot up after this, I'm sure. Well, you know. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. As somebody with a chronic autoimmune disease herself, 
anything that can draw attention to a, a you know, I don't think multiple sclerosis isn't, which is what I have, isn't as rare as what she has. But anything that can draw attention to that platform of raising awareness, mm -hmm. I think, in for a chronic disease like that, I think it's helpful. I, you know, I try to raise awareness for multiple sclerosis when I can, when I'm given the opportunity. I, I try to raise awareness for alcoholism, addiction, those kinds of things. So I can appreciate her wanting to use the TLC platform to raise that. Mm -hmm. and, and hopefully, you know, if she gets her bone marrow transplant, I know these these things can be, you know, crazy expensive, but also super helpful. So, yeah. And you have to find a donor. That's, that's the hardest, the hardest thing is to find a match for a donor. I'm actually on the bone marrow registry. Really? I am. Yeah. Uh, haven't been called. I have a friend who was called once and she donated and it worked out and it was great. Um, but, that's good. but, but yeah, so, um, that aside. So, and so that's, that's, that's a good story of the, the next cast because <laughs> <That balances, laughs> there's no criminal record. I mean, I don't run background checks, but you know, that balances out, uh, this guy. So Jeffrey, um, what's his last name? Do we know? Or who's I... his partner? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay, so you look that up. So this guy, Jeffrey, uh, he's got serious, serious background issues. So Starcasm just posted this article. They posted it yesterday about Jeffrey Paschel. He is going to be on the new Before the 90 Days. He's got, he's got a, he's a professional actor with an extensive resume of television work, uh, which in and of itself has people questioning his motives, the authenticity mm -hmm. of his relationship. Now I've said this before, just having an IMDB page to me alone, standalone is not indicative of a fake relationship. This show attracts people who want to be in the spotlight. So it's not an uncommon occurrence to get people who've tried to be there before. He does have extensive credits and shows like snapped and other like investigation discovery like reenactment oh, so like those types the reenactment yeah. crime murder mysteries oh okay. yeah yeah so but he's also got this extensive criminal record russian event dj varya is his varya that's is right his girlfriend allegedly that he's gonna go meet so his extension his his, his criminal record is actually a lot of it is really recent uh, <laughs> the word is shockingly recent uh his now ex-girlfriend filed an order of protection against him in June of this year. So just a few months ago, after an alleged brutal wow. attack in her in their in her, their home, he is scheduled for arraignment in January on charges of that's next month, charges of aggravated kidnapping, domestic assault, interference with an emergency call, and vandalism. <laughs> how does how does this person even apply for a visa? I, I don't know. Maybe I thought you had to be well, like, yeah, above board. Well, he's he would be the sponsor of this girl. But this is this Russian person. Do is is she like another Maria? Is she just on the phone? Is this a real relationship? I mean, these are the questions we have, right? So the I, I highly recommend you guys go read the Starcasm article. I know I've got it linked in my stories on Instagram, but if you're not a social media person, if you maybe just go find Starcasm, I'll link it in the show notes. 
because it's worth the read. She had the copy of the protection order for the affidavit that accompanies the protective order filing. And it's pretty brutal, the attack uh, that he allegedly did. This is what she she alleges. Now, he is going to arraignment in January. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. He's innocent until proven guilty. We, right. we And who knows, they could have filmed this before that happened, right? Right. We don't know. So we don't know when the filming happened in relation to this, this time, like to, to these, these, these crimes, right? It's unclear when he filmed the segments for the show, but there's no timeline that would explain producers overlooking the charges. Like they had to have known about these charges either before they filmed yes. or after they filmed, but before they aired him. Right. So they exactly know they chose to air him anyway. So if he filmed for the current season after June, then the producers would have been aware of the event after doing a background check, because we know they do the background checks, whether they care about the results or not is a different story. But I don't think they do. (laughs) They do do the background checks, I think, to say that they can do them. But this girlfriend then, of course, is different than the Russian that he appears on the show with. So what, so what does that mean? When was he with this other girl and when was he with the girl that's now his ex that he allegedly beat up? Right. So <laughs> there apparently now he's also been arrested multiple times since becoming an adult, including, <laughs> including an arrest in 2001. He was served on a federal warrant. So there's federal charges, uh, there's, uh, he's mentioned that he's been divorced twice and there was some legal issues with both of those. <laughs> uh, we're, she's current. She's still digging. Apparently, there's a lot more that she's digging <laughs> she's into. I would highly recommend you guys read the article. Link in the show notes. Uh, but it makes me wonder, right? Now, we always knew that TLC doesn't seem to give a shit about the background checks. Because they've put people on the show, like Paul, who served time in prison for arson um there Mm -hmm. was an allegation that josh of josh and ica that he had some kind of domestic violence issue with his ex-wife and they cast him anyway because that stuff came up easily in a a background check so there's there's some controversy about this now i personally am a fan of people paying their debt to society and moving on you know i do volunteer work in the jails i work with women coming out of prison usually, you know, uh, associated with their addictions. I firmly believe in, in, in being able to be rehabilitated and coming out and, and making a fresh start and things like that. So just the very fact that someone has prison in their history to me is not a deal breaker, but the, the charges like domestic violence charges, and you're putting this guy on a relationship show that to me is a lot more iffy and then with this guy with this stuff happening in june so it brings up all kinds of questions with the timeline because this girl is not his russian girlfriend that is appearing on the show with and then what does the the tlc producers who or sharp producers whichever one's okay with i guess both of them green light this is they put this guy on tv knowing this is there right well, I mean, people are are still in an uproar over Angela being on the show still and not comfortable with how she acted the last tell-all and how she even treats Michael on screen. 
Right. So, I mean, I think the opinion is that TLC overlooks a lot, dare we say, just for the ratings. Yeah. You know? So... I don't know, you guys. <laughs> what do you think? Sound off. Let us know what you think. Send us an email at uh, the dump at uh, talkersoffraud.com. On the front page there, there's a box. You can put your name and your email and um, send us a message and let us know your thoughts. Sound off on the dump. The last thing I have for the next season is uh, a lot light, a lot more lighthearted than <laughs> that. <laughs> Um, so everyone who dubs this the new Michael and Angela, of course, because, uh, Soja Boy <laughs> is what he calls himself. Not to be confused with Soldier Boy, you don't know how hard it was to try and Google him because all I got was the American Soldier Boy <laughs> from that one. But Soja Boy from Nigeria and Lisa, um, are going to be on the show next and... There's there's not there's not much on them except for we know they're married already because there's been a lot of posts with them uh, holding like a marriage certificate and their mar- their wedding pictures and photos and I'm assuming they got married in Nigeria um, because that's where the background looks to be where they are. It looked like so a I'm Nigerian that- wedding license, I think, too, from the pictures. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get a chance to get too close to it, but it definitely looks like she probably went the right route um, dealing with Nigeria and married him there and then tried to get him over. Tried to have the slightly um, better chance on the spousal visa. Right. Um, but the only news I have really just deals with their Instagrams. Uh, there's I don't know if anyone has actually located Lisa's Instagram, but I did. Um and I will post it along with Soja Boy has his professional Instagram and he also has a personal one that I stumbled upon. So I'll go ahead and post that as well. Stumbled upon. That's, a, you know, stumbled that's upon. a nice way of saying just, you know, stalking him and, and digging. And I wasn't. So this is why you guys, this hard. is why I added her as a co-host. Not only is she fabulous on air and completely carries me. But look at her sleuthing skills. She's perfect. I'm a stalker. She's, My boyfriend tells me. She's perfect for this role, He goes, how the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pissing you off because you'll have my, you know, social security number and everything written up. No, I'm not. You know, for me, it's more of um, curiosity because, you know, in my real life, I'm an analyst. Right. A data analyst. Right. So the, the drive, it's like I have to figure this out. That's, that's really all it is. It's a challenge. Right. Right. Like, right. like, yeah, you know, it's, it's right up your alley and you also are fantastic on the air because, uh, you have ex- lots of it and you have lots of experience because you have been doing your own podcast for how long have you been doing it? Oh my God. It has been since 2015, 2016. You guys, she's been doing her, her own podcast since 2015. <laughs> This is why she blows me out of the water. Asks what it is, but yeah, it's one of those like secret podcasts that it's like my last pocket of insanity that I keep for myself. But, um, you know, yeah. So it's it's all for fun. So that's that's what's important. <laughs> so she's got experience. This is good. So there we go. So I think that's that's our our show. Um, shout outs from the dump and around the interwebs. Um, I have Sherry, or is it Sherry? Sherry says, good morning to all and happy holidays to you. I'm an avid 90 days fan and want to keep up with all the 90 days tea. Love, love, love after lockup tea as well, which I sometimes have. So 
follow my page. <laughs> Please spill any tea you have with me. Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> this is the right place. And follow us on Instagram for all the other tea. Who do we have next? Um, okay. Finnegan. I think I'll let you read the next one. Finnegan says, keep scooping the poop. <laughs> Hanekawa is absolute perfect co-host. Aww. Oh, she's right. I still feel touched by that because I'm just having fun. So that's the that's the best part. Uh, well, I, I enjoy having you, and I'm very glad that this worked out. The universe worked out the way that it did and brought you to me. <laughs> well, who was once a source is now a friend and co-host. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Roberta says, another great podcast. You picked a great co-pilot. Aw, Here's the thought. You know how Robert is getting a million requests to send Bryson Christmas presents, allegedly. As cheap as he is, allegedly. he's probably going to use them, if any, pre as presents so he doesn't have to buy any presents himself. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then she says, great interview with Hitch. I think he has grown up two years. Oh, LOL. Merry Christmas to you both. Well, thank you. Well, we'll say any growth is growth, right? Right. I'm glad you liked right. the, the interview. I primarily had one reaction to that, that interview with Jason Hitch, and uh, then I also had a small minority, but vocal, who had another opinion of, and thought I was too harsh on him. And I appreciate all of the feedback, you guys. Uh, just as some context on that, I had actually, I've been talking to Hitch on and off for like a good year, and how I talked to him on the show was how I talked to him in... DM conversation. So me talking to him that way is not anything new to him. He knows exactly what he gets with me and he elected to do the interview anyway. So, um, I appreciate all the feedback on, on your, and your thoughts on that. So keep them coming. Okay. So this one is from Lori. Uh, love tonight's show. You two work well together. I have a question about when the person from another country comes over here on K-1 Visa, who pays for the ticket home if they don't get married? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I would say normally it would probably be an agreement between the couple, but if the one half is going home, it means it didn't end well, right? So they're not going to be yeah, able to come to an agreement. or they agreement. didn't get married. Right. So they didn't come to Right. I mean, how can you come to an agreement on know. something like that? Right. I mean, for me, if I were coming over... Um, I would probably have one ticket worth of money loaded <laughs> privately. I know some people that might be doing that. And, um, but I mean, I, I could imagine that being the mindset of if it doesn't work out, I'm going to make sure I get out. So that's a good thing. I, I wonder, I wonder who legally is responsible if it doesn't work out, because I think you're responsible for them regardless. Yeah. But it's like, sorry, you're if on you your own. Like, right. Then they'd never get back home and that would be a problem. So I would, I would really think the sponsor has to be responsible to send them home since they're responsible to get them over. But who knows? I would think so too. Uh, and I have one more shout out that I want to do. My, my, my friend, my buddy, Kimberly, whose husband has become a big fan of the show. Um, he likes to listen to the broadcast while he builds furniture and drinks beer and gets mad at the furniture he's trying to build. So husband, Kimberly, I just want to give you a shout out and say hello. And I've seen videos of you putting that furniture together and you're doing a fantastic job. That's amazing. <laughs> 
It's almost like me trying to get uh, my guy into I'm, I'm just trying to get him to know enough to when I refer to someone, he understands. Like when he heard the whole poop water, mm-hmm. he's like, I don't understand. Like, right. well, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, oh, let me show you. <laughs> so now he goes around going, poop water. If he starts going calm, 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 then we're going to start to worry. Right. But, you know, so... On the long, same lines, right? So one of the complaints, a lot of you guys love having Hetero Life made on as a co-host, and you haven't heard the end of him, but I'll get to that in a minute. But a lot of you guys complain that it would be nice if he at least watched the show, like somewhat, and had somewhat of an idea about it. And he's starting to. He's starting to get into it. This week, I caught him. I was in bed with my Kindle on my bedside table and I was watching pillow talk and he's behind me. I thought he was sleeping. Apparently not. I hear him say, she's not cooking anything in bed tonight. Referring to Annie. <laughs> Cause she's always cooking in bed. I was like, are you watching this? He's like, nope, nope, nope. Going to sleep. <laughs> nope, nope, not at all. Like, they don't want to admit that they know. And, and sometimes, I mean, for, for me too, is like season one and two was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And so even though I watched it, I didn't watch it so hard that I remembered every single detail. So sometimes you do have to kind of refresh yourself up on it. Well, I went like, yeah, yeah, guys, guys don't really catch on to like the, the savory stuff sometimes. And we're obviously super fans. So (laughs) are the, the super fans. Yeah. Cause it doesn't matter what, you know, gender you are, but you know, that I'll say from my guy will not hang on to the same juicy bits that I do. He'd be like, yeah, that person's kind of nutty and then move on. Right. I do know a lot of you guys who you said that uh, your significant others have really liked hearing how to life made on because it's relatable and like the conversations we have where you're really into it and they're only hate watch it or walk through the room or whatever, that it's very similar to the conversations you guys have. So bringing Hanakawa on as my co-host does not mean that you have heard the end of Hetero Life Mate. He has agreed that he will sit and watch previous seasons with me and we will record a show on those episodes for uh, Patreon, which will be upcoming in the new year. Now, the details aren't completely worked out how we're going to do this because I'm trying to convince Hanakawa and her guy to also rewatch the other ones (laughs) and maybe do some kind of joint episode with both guys. We're trying to, Uh Oh, so Patreon, are you sure? Cause my guy is unfiltered as hell. I know, but he likes listening to hetero life mate and, and you guys have heard him and well, in any case, so, so on my list, I've, I've, I'm going to have my master plan for where I want the podcast to go in 2020, and getting a Patreon up and running is on that list. And how exactly that's going to look and what's going to be available at the different tiers, I don't really know yet. Hanakawa and I have to sit down and talk about what, what we can do, what we want to do, what we're able to do. Um, our men getting them involved, what's available at different tiers, what you guys want to hear, and all of that stuff. But at the same time, not sacrificing any good content for this one, the, the free version. Mm-hmm. So those will all be discussions that will be upcoming. The one caveat I had from Head of Life Mate was that we have to start it after football season. And our bills are in the playoffs. We have clinched our number five seed in the playoffs and this is a really big deal 
for our Bills. So Bills Mafia, go Bills. Let's see what happens this week. But we've already clinched the number five seed for the playoffs. So, you know, Merry <laughs> Christmas to us. <laughs> So after football season, all Greek to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't speak the I don't speak the football. <laughs> Go sports ball. <laughs> Go sports ball. Okay. Well, I think that that uh, that's our show. Is that our show? Is that it? Is that all we? Have? That's our show. I think we're good. Wrap it up. All right. Finally. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay. You can. I'm frauded by TLC. You can find me at frauded by TLC on Instagram. You can find me on YouTube. Frauded by TLC on YouTube. Uh, on Friday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, I go live on Instagram for about an hour or so where I discuss all the latest tea that's frauded by TLC. Those get uploaded to YouTube by at least the next day, so you can watch those there. And you can also find our website at talkersoffraud.com. Hopefully in the new year that'll get transitioned to the broadcast, but for now it's talkersoffraud.com. Merch is available there. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff, broadcast branded things and other show branded things. Looking at creating some new stuff, some new show related stuff as we get some new, some good quotes from this season and, and we'll get some new stuff there. And where can they find you? You can find me in one good place. That's Instagram at cactus underscore fruit underscore juice. This show is going to be coming out on Christmas Eve. On the evening of Christmas Eve, I hope that everybody has a wonder- who celebrates has a wonderful Christmas. Uh, the holidays may be difficult for some of you. If you're trying to stay sober and you're having a rough time, please reach out to me. Or if you're not having a rough time, you can always reach out to me and, and talk about it. This will be my fourth Christmas, fourth holiday season celebrating sober. So... I'm happy to share any of my tips, tricks, and cheats with you, or just talk to you and say hi. If it's a, if it's not a rough time, if you're having a great time, but we do understand that you're busy with your families or busy with other things, maybe your friends, maybe your other things, and you're taking the time to listen to us anyway, and we thank you for that. We appreciate that. Any holiday greetings? I just say happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating, um, and hopefully everyone is having a good time. And or resting like me, I'm hiding <laughs> and I'm gonna just sleep. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm off. Merry for, Christmas to me. I'm <laughs> off for a couple of days, so I get a little bit of rest, but but not as much as you <laughs> as you get. You're off for a couple weeks, so I canceled myself for two weeks, <laughs> and I intend to do nothing for two weeks, but drool and look at Instagram. So awesome. If I post more than usual, that's why because I'm not doing anything. Great. So you can always reach out to her as well. I'm definitely going to be around. I look forward to hearing from you guys. So happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa. And I'm frauded by TLC and I'm dumpster diving. So you don't have to. You can find your fraudcaster on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at frauded by TLC and on the web at talkersoffraud.com. This broadcast has been produced and edited by yours truly. Art by Sarah Daudi. Music written, produced, and performed by Umami. Segment producer at iHeartReality TV shows. Further assistance provided by many unnamed fraud consultants. 
Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear, but not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.